re 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 ready check monday wednesday friday yeah you know it's a go okay i see they going off but we going to rewrite it though that's right monday wednesday friday yeah you know it's a go okay i see they going off but we going to rewrite it though that's right monday wednesday friday yeah you know it's a go okay i see they going off but we going to rewrite it though i said monday wednesday friday yeah you know it's a go okay i see they going off but we going to rewrite it though Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Rewriters Room. We are the men with the pen. I am one third of our incredible conglomerate, Armand Sadler. Um, I was the 31st, I would have been the 31st entrant into the Royal Rumble, and I was actually slated to win. Um, and then obviously they pivoted last minute with having Brock Lesnar come in and beat everyone. And just for the sake of time, we had to get out of St. Louis. They didn't let me enter. So there will be an upcoming storyline where I kind of get to get involved with things and, you know, go back and forth with Paul Heyman. But for now, I am in catering, eating that incredible steak. And I, I can't complain. This is pretty damn good. But I'm not here alone. I'm here with my guy, Chan. Hi, how you feeling, man? Um, I am personally still waiting on CM Punk to enter the Royal Rumble. Mm. Um, I'm, I've just left Peacock on my television, just refreshing it over and over because they told me it was going to happen. Mm. And so I expect, it, I expect it to happen because whatever Twitter says happens is what right. happened. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just waiting for CM Punk, you know, waiting for Daniel Bryan. The Forbidden Door seems closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless, unless Impact Mickey James is the Forbidden Door, in which case... Forbidden's a strong word, yeah. I would say. <laughs> Feels more like a closed door. It's mm-hmm. definitely not an open one. But mm-hmm. is it forbidden mm-hmm. for us to go get Mickey James, who was here like 365 days ago? She was in the Royal Rumble. Like, is that yeah. forbidden? Yeah. But yeah. we're going to wait it out. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying Cody Rhodes is going to pop up as, as Stardust and all that. I was like, uh, <laughs> hmm, very interesting. These, we didn't uh, even get Veer. <laughs> Veer is still on his way. Like, that's the longest Uber ride I've ever seen in my life. Um, now, of course, we are uh, we are normally a trio as the Shield, but our, our version of Mox, CC has decided to go to what he deems greener pastures and join All Elite. So um, we are without him. But if he was here, I do believe that he would say, this is CC, big dog CC, best rap producer in the whole wild world, God body because he consumes healthy products and does towel curls, benevolent servants of the earth and philanthropists and everything that he says is a gem like Amethyst. You can look at any nigga, whether he's next to him, in front of him, behind him, and women in the room are going to put their TikToks down and look at their friends and be like, yo, whose man is this? He may talk a lot, but he only has one thing to say. Love yourself. You are the world. Give all you can. Take care of your body, your people, and your land. But we already heard from Chan. Mm. Wow. That was honestly the most impressive thing I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> I really was like, I was like, I'm, I can't do the rap. I don't know the whole intro thing. Yeah. That's That was like the time where they had The Miz come out as The Rock, and there was like five seconds where people were like, oh, is that? Mm-hmm. The Rock, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was like that. 
Hey, man. I was like, wait, is CC on the call? <laughs> you know, when, when when you have chemistry like us, you just you, you just figure these things out. Um, and so with that, speaking of chemistry, we got to plug the Patreon, the HORNC. We just hit 100. So J5 and Meals will be doing that hot chip challenge very soon. Now, I've been contemplating doing this, and I think I'm just going to say it and lump my co-hosts in. When we hit 200 on the Patreon, Okay. We we will be doing something. I don't know if it's the hot chip challenge. I don't know if we're going to have like a triple threat street fight. I don't know what we're going to do, but we are going to commemorate that. We want to thank you all for supporting us so much in everything that we do. We do our best to provide great content to you and the feedback is amazing. And yeah, we're looking forward to an incredible 2022 Black History Month it is underway. So we're giving you a show moments every day of great black happenings in professional wrestling, because as some people say on Twitter, you know, black wrestling draws, we are out here. Now, speaking of some black wrestling, we just had the 2022 Royal Rumble and man, a lot happened. Before we get into our pre-writes, I just want to say, I genuinely enjoyed that pay-per-view front to back. You know, if everything was good at minimum. I'm talking about Becky versus Dewdrop, uh, the, the the mixed tag team match. And then everything else was great to me. Like even, even the men's Royal Rumble, I'm going to get into that when I discuss my pre-write. But of course, holding it down for Mid-Card Mafia, we got to hear from Chan and what his pre-write is for today. Yeah, I, to your point, before I get into that, I just saw a lot of like negativity and it's like, what? When Seth Rollins, when this man came out with that shield entrance in the gear, I was <laughs> what? what more could you want from wrestling? This is it. This yeah. is theater. This is high, like coming out with the clothes, but still in the Seth freaking Rollins character, like still with the mannerisms, like mm-hmm. the kind of sway, but mm-hmm. just walking around through the cloud. And then he'd be like, oh, what's up, big dog? Like, mm-hmm. just like talking. To her. It was, it was just, it's the good shit. It, as Vince would say, it's, it's the good shit. It was magical, uh, man. Like I was, I, I was emotional going into it. And I think if I do have one critique, I think starting with that, made it hard for a lot of things that that came after. Like, on the one hand, I love a strong opener. But on the other hand, I was talking to some people and they were like, yeah, like the show kind of started up and then went down a little bit. I'm like, yeah, but that's natural. Like, not everything is going to be great, like firing on all cylinders. But ultimately, I'm I'm not mad at it. Like, it was was great. I also know I'm getting old because I watched the mixed tag match and my first takeaway was like, I bet you it's nice to wrestle with your wife. I was like, oh. like that was, it wasn't even about the, like, I just, I was like, oh, they're just like hanging out with their wives so they can like show off to their kids. Like that's, that's really all this is for. Like that's, it, it was like, you just look at things in a different context where like, when you're younger, it's like purely the wrestling match. But I feel like as you, you see, like this was not about some like blood feud between the Miz and Edge. Like obviously, yes, that's part of it. But the real reason they had this match is because I'm sure Edge was like, I would like to wrestle with my wife before mm-hmm. I retire. Yes. And my kids can be there. And that's that's as deep as it is. And, like, mm-hmm. if you can't appreciate that kind of stuff, it's like, well, you need to understand, like, context needs to change to get older. But yes. for this mid-card moment, I will take it a bit negative. I think it is time that we, you know, refurbish the mid-card. I won't say reboot because we don't rebuild, we reload. Mm-hmm. I just think we're just in for a nice little tire rotation. I think we have, with, you know, the roster trimming down and COVID and stuff like that, you see there's clearly a delineation of like the main event picture is like six guys mm-hmm. and that's it. And then there's like kind of some mid-card storylines. But for the most part, when I was looking at it, it's most people are in tag teams. The mid-card has been a really kind of 
ransacked by a lot of different like quasi tag team managers and person bodyguard tag teams. But like there's a lot of tags. So I think what it's time to do, and they kind of set this stuff up for the Rumble. I think KO needs to get that U.S. title. I think the Damian Priest angle, you can do that without the belt. And I think what you kind of need to do is bring some of these main event guys, bring them down into the mid card. Because right now there's just nothing really there. Like there's only so many Rick Boogs matches I can watch before I'm like, okay, like can we get can we get a wrestler down here? Yeah. Um, and so yeah, KO should get that. I think Sami Zayn should get the IC title back off um Shinsuke. And then I think you have a chance to kind of kill two birds with one stone. You can bring back some guys like Finn. You can like pump up a guy like Cesaro, a Sheamus, a Ricochet. You know, or riddle. You can kind of give even like someone like Montez, like you give these single stars something to do of value. Because at a certain point, you know, uh, say you have Finn versus Damian Priest, that match would be good. Mm-hmm. But if it's Kevin Owens versus Finn, that match is you know you have like four star minimum possibility right there. You know, and then also I think it gives you a chance. Which this may be the plan is that this is where you would introduce a lot of these um, NXT call ups. Like if you have LA Knight, it he is the Intercontinental Champion. Like you just look <laughs> at him and you're like, that my friend mm-hmm. is a European champion if I've ever seen. Like yeah. that is exactly what LA Knight is. So you, you call up LA Knight, simple storyline. He could do his little fake Stone Cold impression and challenge, you know, Sami Zayn. And you have that kind of chemistry. You can call up, you know, um uh do uh, Pete Dunn, even if you want to go someone like a Chompa, you just you can some of these NXT guys can do that. Especially, yeah. like I said, Sami Zayn is not, you know, fucking Braun Strowman. Like, mm-hmm. it's not it's not going to look that crazy if you mm-hmm. have a Ciampa versus a Sami Zayn, you yeah. know, uh, Kevin Owens versus a Pete Dunne. It looks more realistic. Like, they've been in the, the war games together. So I think that's really what where we should head this WrestleMania moment because we really haven't had any main feuds for any mid-card belt since, like, Apollo Big E. And yeah. that was the last WrestleMania. So, like, I think it's time to cook it up, give some of these main event guys something to do on the show, you know. I just think it's we really need to spend more time focusing on that. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I know, like COVID and, and injuries, like Damien's elbow was messed up for a while. Right. Shin, Shinsuke was hurt for a while, so like it was. It's just this. We're at we're at this stalemate. We're we're in this waiting game, and I, I love Shin. I love what Shin and Boots have been doing, but well, like you said, with Priest, they can also do what they're doing without the title. Like right. I, I want to see a Sami Zayn uh, a, a, a challenge, like an open challenge, where you can introduce these new guys. I want to see. KO with the title like there's there's you know I I love Priest I think Priest is great but I'm not that high on his title reign right now like there's definitely there's better things that that, that can be done um and they have the, the talent for it this kind of leads yeah. into my uh my, my pre-write so there's this narrative that WWE doesn't create new stars and I was having some other conversations after the rumble and a lot of people's complaint was that it felt like there weren't enough like big major stars and there weren't too many returning legends either. It was really just Shane McMahon and Johnny Knoxville had the celebrity appearance. Bad Bunny had the celebrity appearance, but it was Mm -hmm. really mainly just the roster that's here. But within that, you have someone like Chad Gable who's taking his career to another level. Damian Priest was in it. Who's had an an amazing year. Riddle was in it. Who's had an amazing year. Street Profits were in it. They've had amazing years. Like they're, they're, despite the fact the roster has been trimmed down so much, there was enough talent to put out there and still put on a good rumble. And then you got veterans like Randy Orton. You had Rey Mysterio in there. You got his son, Dominic, who, you know, I feel how I feel about him, but he's the, the, the man was a tag team champion at some point. He's featured regular TV. So these may not be the stars that 
you would want in a match like this. Like people would probably want the John Cena's. They would want the Triple H return. They want things like that. But I think displaying like we have enough people to put it into a 30 man Royal Rumble and it be a good Royal Rumble. And then Drew McIntyre returning. Drew McIntyre right. had an amazing last two years. Um, like you, you can go on and on. Like there's the, the, there was a lot of good within it. It just wasn't the standard Royal Rumble, which, you know, people just got to accept, like th- things are going to be different sometimes. And like that, that's yeah. okay. and I think what you were looking for in the men's Royal Rumble, in terms of stars and legends, you got in the women's Royal Rumble. They, they, they told us ahead of time, Kelly, Kelly, Michelle McCool, Summer Ray, the Bellas, um, Lita, Mickey James, all, all these people are going to be in it. So, so, so you got that mix of new talent, older talent. Of course, it would have been nice to see some of the NXT people in there. I, I, I honestly was waiting to see LA Knight come out or mm-hmm. Tampa come out or Pete Dunne come out. But, you know, they're, it, I, I trust that they have a good direction for what they want to do with them. And so I'm, I'm, I'm big on the wait and see. But still, for, for what we got, I, 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 I thought it was all great. And I think, you know, a lot, a lot of like, yo, that that riddle RKO jumping off of uh, well, I, that was sick, back, bro. That yeah. that was it was it was riddle's great, man. And there are reports that he was set to, to win the rumble. There's some conflicting reports there. Yeah. Um, I, I thought, oh, shit, man. I mean, I'm I'm never mad at Brock coming back and winning, but Riddle winning it and just That'd everything that they could do with Riddle and Orton leading up to Mania. And now Riddle's going to be in the Elimination Chamber match. Like it's it it, it it's, it's great, man. There's there's a lot of great potential threads and storylines that can come out of all of this. So I'm I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm truly. It's not also mad. so funny with that those type of complaints where it's like, yeah, WWE didn't bring any stars except for their biggest star, Brock Lesnar. Like you're just used to how popular Brock Lesnar is, so you don't take it you take it for granted. But like Brock Lesnar is incredibly famous. Like I don't mm-hmm. know what like it's like. Yes, this isn't John Cena because it's. Brock Lesnar. Like, I don't think mm. Yes. And also, let me see my next point, which is like something I talk with my friends a lot. We were talking about Drake recently, and I was like trying to make them understand this is that like wrestling is not necessarily changing. You are just getting older. Yeah. Like, the people you want to come back are just old. Triple H is too old. Like, he's mm-hmm. not going to do that. Like, wrestling is for younger people now, and you are just growing out of that. And you're realizing that this is probably not for you. Yeah, they're not going to have your legends come back. They're going to have mm-hmm. their legends come back. Like, that's yeah. what you have to realize is that, like, some of this stuff is not for you. So, like, yeah, they're not going to have Booker T come back because Booker T is too old. You don't want to wrestle no more. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it, we're, we're getting to the point where it's not about, it's like, you know, our generation is, like, an age thing. It's not a, like, Vince won't do it, this, this, and that. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, Bubba Ray Dudley cannot. He said, I'm done. <laughs> he said, my back will die on me dog like yeah. like sean sean does not have a run in him he's like i just cannot mm-hmm. like it's it's at that so you have to appreciate things for that mm-hmm. like the people there were way more excited to see montez ford yeah bro like that's who they yeah. wanted to see the kids there they want to see drew mcintyre and mm-hmm. i i for one drew mcintyre doesn't mean the world to me you know whatever that's not my guy but mm-hmm. the people watching wrestling now they love drew mcintyre they love otis's bullshit Mm-hmm. I think it's really, but they love it, mm-hmm. and so that's what they're gonna put out there. They're not gonna, they're not gonna keep bringing back, you know, Fit Finley, dog. Like they're just not. <laughs> like, they're just, it's just, it's just not. That's not. That's not what we're doing anymore. So part of it yeah. is that the Royal Rumble is you have to appreciate. Like you said, the Women's Royal Rumble had tons of people, dog. Mm-hmm. But you think about when's the last time some of those women wrestled, dog? It's like we are getting old, dog. We're talking about multiple decades ago wrestling, like. Mm-hmm. 
at a certain point, these people have families, they have needs, they just don't want to come back and do that. Let's leave it to these 20 year old athletes who can jump from one side of the ring to the other, you know, let's yeah. leave, let's let the wrestlers do some of that stuff. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a strong parallel right now to what's happening in the NFL. We saw Ben Roethlisberger yeah. just retire. We saw Tom Brady retire. Both of them went out losing in the playoffs. They didn't get to go out and triumph, but there's a turning of the guard. Like, yeah. like things grow, things change and like new generations come in. And now we see that we have, Patrick Mahomes to enjoy, Joe Burrow to enjoy, Josh yeah. Allen to enjoy. Like they're like p- people are gonna fill those spots, and of course they're not gonna give you the same feeling of the people that, that you grew up watching. But like, like if, if 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 you enjoy the sport, you're gonna find something to appreciate because yeah. these people are talented. Yeah, nothing's ever going to be the first time you saw the Undertaker. Like I hate to, it will you'll never feel that way about anything ever again. Yeah. I don't care who it is. You will never get that same rush as the first time you heard Marvin's rule. It will. I don't care. Drake can drop the bet, but you will never feel that way because you're not 18, you're not in college, and you're not walking back home. Like it's yeah. just not. It's you're just you. You've heard too much. You've grown. You've mm-hmm. seen too much. Yeah. But there is millions of children who, when them them lights go out and they see fucking Alexa Bliss with that Lily, that's mm-hmm. crazy. That yeah. blows their mind. <laughs> like yeah. it, it just that's what works for them, man. You gotta yeah. accept it. Yeah, it is what it is. So let's jump into our free ride. We are officially on the road to WrestleMania. We know that Ronda Rousey won the Women's Royal Rumble match. She came out on Raw and I was talking shit to Becky Lynch. And then uh, she walked away. Lita came out. So it's Becky Lynch versus Lita at the Elimination Chamber. Um, We also know that uh, Brock Lesnar says that he will be facing Roman Reigns in the main event of WrestleMania, but he is in the Elimination Chamber match for Bobby Lashley's WWE title, which is crazy. Brock Lesnar in the chamber is peak violence. I, I can't so wait. <laughs> He's so big. Like, how do they fit him in a capsule? Like, Oh, oh my God. God. So what I want to do with this free ride is throw a couple of rapid fire names out um, and kind of hear what you think uh, as, as our resident Galaxy Brain leader. So first, who will be the world champions come WrestleMania? And if the current champions, Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley, do lose before then, who will or should they lose to? So Roman, definitely not losing. I could see maybe you get a throwaway feud with like a Kofi or a Biggie or something like of along those lines for, you know, just to give him some. He might not even go to Elimination Chamber, but I'm sure he'll wrestle at least at one pay-per-view before that. I think... And this is partially wish casting, partially just based off what I've seen. I definitely think that the WWE Chamber, the winner is not going to be Brock Lesnar. And I think the winner won't be Brock Lesnar because of something Roman or Paul Heyman does. Like, I think Brock will be about to win. And then similarly, Rowan will mess with him or something like that. Like, I think that match will feed back into that storyline. I think the Elimination Chamber... Based off the kit, if this is what I'll say, if Edge was in the Elimination Chamber, I would 100% have picked Edge to win the Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. It would have been a nice symmetry with like the, you know, the catching the money in the bank afterwards. But mm-hmm. since they didn't do that, I definitely think Bobby is also going to take it. Mm-hmm. Maybe an AJ Styles, like mm-hmm. that would be the only caveat just because AJ Styles plausibly can win the WWE Championship any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say I think both you'll have both of them going into it. I think you obviously, get, like I said, Roman Brock. I think Bobby is where they're going to try and get the legend match. Um, mm. I think Bobby is strong enough 
and like MVP talks good enough where you could do a lot of other stuff without having someone wrestle. And also he can like, not necessarily carry someone, but like if he's wrestling like an edge, you know, it won't look as bad because they're both kind of brawlers now at their points of their career. Um, so I think Bobby will definitely get the legends match. Like I said, whether it's edge or if they get someone else back or bad bunny, you know, I'm not against it. Thanks. <laughs> El Benito, you heard the people bro. when yeah. we talk about stars when bad bunny came out, like, it was like, oh yeah, Bad Bunny's here. Of course, it wasn't even like the Johnny Knoxville thing of like, oh, this is funny. It was like, no, no, our wrestling god is back. Mm-hmm. Let us now bear witness to what he can do in the ring. And he went in there and just wrestled. Like mm-hmm. Bad Bunny is awesome. Yeah. Like what other celebrity just shows up and is like, no, 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 I'm here to wrestle, guys. Like mm-hmm. this is just about wrestling. Like <laughs> I love that. But yeah, so I think you know you'll keep them too. I don't think Bob. I think Bobby's match will like lead off one of the nights. I don't. I think the other women's match which I think will be Ronda and Becky. I think you just have to run it back. You kind of heard it last time adding Charlotte. Got to run it back. I think that'll main event, whether it's night one or night two, I'm not sure, but it'll be Brock Roman and then Rousey, Becky, because that's like your mainstream appeal of Rousey and Brock, your wrestling appeal of Becky Roman. You like the, the ESPN appearances, tonight show stuff, it writes itself. Like it's, you got Roman, super charming, Becky, the man, mm-hmm. you know, if Cowboy Brock shows up on ESPN, I'll, I'm a DVR, you know, mm-hmm. Rousey's already super plugged into all that stuff. So I, I think that's the most logical. It's in Dallas, you know, it's mm-hmm. big stars. So I think that's your logical next step. Yeah. So I feel like they want to wait on this a little bit, but my dark horse for the Elimination Chamber is Riddle. And I think with this Alpha Academy stuff going on, they're currently one and one in their little academic challenge. I think that they're going to win the quiz bowl next week. They're going to get their rematch against Alpha Academy. Riddle is going to be the WWE champion in their rematch. So the whole storyline is going to be, yo, is Riddle about to become a double champion? They lose. Randy Orton RKO's him. And that leads to their match at WrestleMania. Now, you know, oh, that's you, you feel fire. Me? You feel me? You feel me? Now, sake, I'm two belts. Right. No one else here is two belts. Right, right. Now, my only thing is, like, would they have Riddle main event of WrestleMania this early? I don't know. With Randy, it gives him a little more credibility in that match being a main event. But, you know, maybe not. Like, because, again, like you said, if they if they plan to have another women's match main event, then, then you know, like, Riddle Randy, you got to go right before. Yeah. You might go exactly. middle of the yeah. – they, they might open the show with that. Right, and it doesn't last, have to last year. Last year, Drew and Bobby opened the show for the WWE title, so it's it's not like there there's no precedent there. Seth Rollins and Brock in 2019, like there's there's precedent right. there. But I don't know, man. Like I, I part of me can see it. Part of me, can, I like, see it. I definitely see it. The way it would be just like that too. It would be like Randy Orton, like Riddle, is somehow gets on his hands and knees and he punt kicks the mm-hmm. lives the lights out of them. Yeah, and it's yeah. like. You have something I want, and I, I. It was cool when we both were winning, but now that like you have something I want, I can't. I'm not playing these games with you anymore. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, haven't turned heel. That, and also I think the thing about Riddle though is that he, while I find the bro thing kind of annoying, people like the crowd loves it. Yeah, and a and a Riddle in Saudi Arabia elimination chamber win might you know tear this thing. like that that's the type of stuff where it's like that is something that would happen over there because if they're trying to make them more mainstream you need to have a moment like you already 
put, you know, you had the, the only Saudi shows. Now you're putting an actual pay-per-view in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. I feel like to legitimize it, you're going to want some type of moment yeah. beyond just like that fake green belt or greatest world. You're going to mm-hmm. want an actual like, oh, remember when this happened? Mm-hmm. And that's the type of thing that would that would definitely be that. And there's three people he's in the chamber with that he has history with. Seth Rollins, Bobby yep. Lashley, Brock Lesnar. So you you let him... Uh, eliminate Lashley. Brock eliminates Rollins. It's down to Brock and Riddle. Riddle's excited for it. Everyone's like, oh, Brock's about to put him in a pack. Then the Roman disruption comes. Riddle wins. That's crazy. And then Randy turning on him. We talked about this a while ago. Like, uh, there's going to be a moment where Riddle turns, like, serious. Like, not not permanently, but, like, something just makes him flip that switch where he's not playing games no more. I think Randy punting him would be that thing where whenever he returns, he's like, yo, like, I'm not joking around. I'm not laughing anymore. Like, like you, you really broke my heart. We were friends, and, and that wasn't cool, bro. Like, yeah, that wasn't right. Cool, bro. And that yeah, the last yeah. time he says, bro, like that wasn't cool, bro. Yeah, and like it's, and then he's just on. I'm on your ass every time I see you. I need this. I need this. A uh, couple, couple more rapid fires. What do you think Drew McIntyre's path on the road to WrestleMania is? I can see. I think Drew's gonna have like. um not a gimmick match, but like Drew might fit. Not, not Johnny Knoxville, but whoever that is. So if it's like in doubt, maybe it's Dak Prescott or something. I think Drew will have the, <laughs> it'll have he'll have like the crowd moment. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, he'll claim more kick somebody. It'll be cool. But I think mm-hmm. like just coming back from the injury is there's not really enough time. Again, if they want to go mid card refurbish, Drew's really kind of too big. But you could put him in the U.S. title picture if like depending on with Damian, maybe not. But if you got like like said KO down there now, mm-hmm. KO versus Drew. That's seems hard. plausible like yeah. that that's a match you could actually have at wrestlemania but i i personally think he'll have the fun match he'll you know he'll face i don't know fucking who's a rapper from dallas megan is dying or something i don't know see honestly that'd be a fair match because i think she's as tall as he is like she are. might be she might be yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's 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 two stallions going against one another um dolph ziggler we, we see he's having some interactions with Braun breaker so well, what you do is, is Dolph going to be at stand and deliver on Mania weekend? You guys talk, you slander him, <laughs> you give his matches one and a half stars. But what <laughs> you can count on it if you want to be a star, who do you have to? Feud? If I said it, who do you have to feud with if you want to be a star? You have to feud with Dolph. Mm-hmm. It's a gay, he's a gatekeeper, mm-hmm. everyone knows this. If I want to go to the main event, I gotta see Dolph at some point. Just just a guy who knows his role. Just a guy who's like, hey, show up. I'll tag partner with anyone. I will be anyone's tag partner. Or I'll go for the IC title. Whatever you need. You can warm me up whenever you need. And I think that, yeah, I think Dolph will be a stand and deliver. I think you kind of, you have a nice thing with Breaker on the whole, like, this, I'm the new champion. So he's beaten NXT. And I think Dolph is a good guy for it because Dolph can work. He's a great seller. Like, Dolph's great all that stuff but and Dolph's a good kind of avatar for like oh this is what WWE is and I'm better than that too because like there is no more WWE guy I mean obviously there are but like throughout all the roster cuts throughout all of the stuff Dolph has been consistently I'm gonna show up on Raw partner with somebody lose to Ray Mysterio and his son or Street Profits collect my check and go home that's when Dolph always on TV He's always on the mic. He's consistent. And so I could definitely see you want to give Braun some more experience. You want to get him on a bigger stage a little bit. If Stand Deliver is going to be in Dallas, like it kind of seems like they're hinting at, you kind of, you want him to work with someone who's safe, you know, quote unquote, who like 
will hit his marks, sell, give what he wants to do. He's a good, you know, Braun could probably pick up Dolph. I'm sure he's not. He's within that range. So I, I, I definitely see that happening. I think you have kind of a – I don't think Dolph – has Dolph ever been in NXT? No. I don't think no. so. Yeah, so I think that's a cool thing, too, where you have him kind of come down and kind of – it's funny too. NXT 2.0 like matches his gear now. It's like flashy like that. So like he would actually like kind of fit in more so now than like with just the old black and gold. So I definitely think Dolph's gonna be a stand deliver. I just can't wait. I just, I just I just can't wait for to Dolph to get another world title shot. How mad people are gonna be like, this is what you're. This is what dude, I thought was about making new stars. Like, <laughs> you be mad, bro. Yeah. You, Dolph is gonna be back. He's unkillable. Like he's like the Undertaker. He's he will not die, bro. He's a but also, how, how do you cement new stars? You have them beat stars who are established already. Braun Breaker beats Ciampa. Um, Melo beats Roddy Strong to unify uh, unify the titles. Like that's just what you do. That's how you cycle things in. Is you bring in someone who's established, who's good in ring, who sells. That's Dolph Ziggler. You let Braun Breaker beat Dolph up. People are gonna be excited for that. Like that's Happy. going to that's going to excite people. So you, you could be mad going into it, but you're gonna be happy when you see oh Braun beat someone on the main roster. Like come on, like that's that's lit. Um, let's jump into our rewrite. So we want to discuss. A legend. This is none other than Sting. Now, some background on Sting. He is a former bodybuilder, has appeared in WCW, TNA, NWA, UWF, and Mid-South. He's currently in AEW. Now, Sting is regarded as one of the greatest professional wrestlers ever, holding a total of 14 championships, six-time WCW World Heavyweight Champion, two-time WCW Intercontinental Champion, and a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Now, there he was supposed to join WWF after his contract with Turner ended. Uh, however, that did not work out. Went to TNA. He was a four-time TNA World Heavyweight Champion. I can speak from personal experience. I, w- I haven't really watched much of early Sting's career, but I remember being at my cousin's house playing the WCW game on, like, I think Nintendo 64 and just seeing Sting. I was like, oh, his mask is cool. He looks cool. And, like, Sting was always one of those, like, mythical figures, kind of like how they talk about, like, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Jake the yeah. Snake Roberts, like guys like that where you may not have watched them, but you have a respect for them based off of how other people talk about them and how they are regarded within the professional wrestling space. So even if I haven't seen a lot of early Sting stuff, he's someone who I've had respect for. Now, watching him later on, <laughs> that I might have lost <sighs> a little bit of that respect. But to talk about your, your feelings about mm. Sting. To our earlier point, we are getting older Yeah, as a Sting. Yeah. So that's that's what we're saying. It's funny you talk like Sting. I'm very similar. Like I didn't really watch any of his WCW stuff. The only thing that I really got into for Sting, and this is like a tangent kind of, but like when I was little, we go to library, elementary school. Do you look at books? The books, for whatever reason, at my library, they had like these WCW and WWE encyclopedias. Yeah. One. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I remember for whatever reason. I like got the TNA one and I was reading about the main event mafia. And I just mm-hmm. think that was so like, I have like such a love for the main event mafia mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. for no reason. I just think it's so cool. And it's like, it's like fake NWO, like all these former stars in this new company, but it's just like Booker T, Scott Steiner, Kurt Angle, Sting. It's just like so funny to me. So what would you like? It's so funny. Mm-hmm. But so that's why I feel about Sting. But I'm kind of with you where it's like, before Crow Sting, I have I could not tell you I've seen any match. Like with the red paint, I've never seen. So yeah. I I really only know Sting from like highlights, the main event mafia, and then like his current AEW stuff and kind of his, some of his former WWE stuff. Yeah. I was looking up stuff of Sting though, and like 
again, this is my age showing, but like some of the stuff, like I, it's this thing where he was wrestling like three matches a night, mm. multiple times, multiple pay-per-views. Like he would wrestle three matches a night. That's He's crazy. been like, has the most WCW pay-per-view matches. Like mm. you think about like how Cena was for a while. And it's like, oh, this is what they were doing. Like mm-hmm. it was Sting and Goldberg. WCW was like, we'll give you whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like you can do anything. So I think that's kind of cool. She's just someone who's like clearly at the top. And it's just like, how long can we keep him up here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. But Sting finally made his first WWE appearance in 2014. If you remember that fateful night, Team Cena versus Team Authority at Survivor Series 2014, uh, it's looking like Seth Rollins is about to pin Dolph Ziggler. Triple H is in there. He calls in his personal referee, and then that crow hits, and Sting walks out, walks in, hits Triple H with the Scorpion Death Drop, puts Dolph on Seth Rollins, and Dolph Ziggler saves the WWE from Team Authority's rule. Sting appeared again later um, after the Authority came back into power and fired John Cena's teammates, Ryback, Ziggler, and um, Eric Rowan. And he helped John Cena defeat Seth Rollins, Big Show, and Kane in a handicap match to get them all their jobs back. Later on, he had a face-to-face with Triple H at Fastlane, challenged him to a match at WrestleMania. Leading up to WrestleMania, Sting helped Randy Orton fight off the Authority on Raw. And then at WrestleMania 31, he faced off against Triple H in the match that saw NWO return. We saw the click come out. And with a sweet chin music from HBK and a sledgehammer hit, Triple H defeated Sting at WrestleMania 31. And they ended with a respectful handshake. It's a couple months later, uh, Sting appeared at Seth Rollins' championship coronation after he defeated John Cena for the U.S. title, and he challenged Seth Rollins for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at Night of Champions 2015, where he lost and suffered a bad neck injury, and we have not seen him in the WWE since. So his WWE record is 2-2, two and two, losing to Triple H and Seth Rollins. defeated the Big Show by disqualification, and then he made Seth Rollins tap out in a tag team match where he teamed with Cena and uh, Seth teamed with the Big Show. And we know Sting wanted that cinematic Undertaker match, but, uh, you know, the Undertaker, after facing AJ Styles at WrestleMania 36, uh, retired. And so we will not see the Sting-Undertaker match, as far as we know now, but probably never. So in rewriting Sting's WWE run, well, what you got for us, Mr. Galaxy Brain? So I'm... This is 85% of what I think Vince wanted to do, too. So just know that's where I'm coming from. Like, I'm like, not only is this, like, what I would want to happen, it's like, no, this is what needed to happen. So know that. Like, what I'm speaking from is, like, doctrine. This is not my opinion. This is what should happen. Secondly, Scorpion Death Drop sucks. Not a cool <laughs> finisher. Don't. I've never understood. That's part of the reason why, I, like, I think I'm not a big Sting fan because, like, that is an awful. That's lazy on your part. Yeah. Like at least the scorpion death log. Okay, sharpshooter, cool. Mm-hmm. Pain, scorpion tail looked kind of cool. Mm-hmm. A reverse DDT. That's very. That's what he's, we're he's, doing. he's got a very uninteresting moveset. Uninteresting. It's most of it's just the appearance. But so we have not a champion. Obviously, in this timeline, there is no there's no entry. So just keep that in mind. Not a champion gets set. Sting loses, but. It is due to a Demon Kane interference. If you remember at this time, Kane was kind of doing the swapping back and forth thing of corporate Kane, Demon Kane. So it, it was plausible he could have been one or the other. Kane interferes. Don't really know why Demon Kane interferes with Sting. So at Hell in a Cell, which is the next pay-per-view, we have a triple threat where in which Kane faces Sting and Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. Seth Rollins wins. 
because Kane again uh, distracts Sting, helps him lose, and then Kane gets pinned by Seth Rollins after a pedigree. So Sting comes on money. He's like, why is he bothered? Like, what does this guy want? I know you didn't send yourself. I know who sent you. He doesn't say the name. He's like, I know who sent you. So if he wants to come see me, he needs to come do it himself. Mm-mm-mm. So at Survivor Series, the Brothers of Destruction, and some of these matches actually happen in real life. So Brothers of Destruction faces the Wyatt family. In this match, instead of the Brothers of Destruction going over, Sting interferes. The Brothers of Destruction lose to the Wyatt family, which also bumps on my boy, Brett Riot. <laughs> at TLC, Sting is like, fine, if I got to do this my way, I tried to get into your match. You still are avoiding me. You know I'm here to see you. I'll deal with your lackey. One-on-one TLC, Sting defeats Kane. Mm. At the Royal Rumble, Sting is in the Royal Rumble, just getting eliminations, about to set the record for 15. Mm. <sighs> Lights go out. <laughs> Gong hits. Somehow the center of the ring is empty. Everyone has been pushed into the corner. Sting, Undertaker, face-to-face. It's time. We're finally seeing it. They brawl, Sting eliminate, Undertaker eliminate Sting, lights go out, Undertaker leaves. He didn't even want the match. He just needed to see Sting. Now Sting's pissed. He's like, he's interrupting me. I've waited. It kind of gets kind of into a work. She was like, I've waited all this time to come here. This is all you guys want to see, me versus him, and he's ducking me. This is y'all God. This is your Undertaker. This is your God. And he finds his name like the Undertaker is scared of Sting. Lightning strikes. Druids come out. The urn is there. Cool. Fast lane. Sting has the urn. He said, like, you gave me this. I've been wandering around with it. No one's coming. Like, I don't see anything. Pours out middle of the ring. Dirt hits the ground. Tosses it. Walks away. Fast lane cuts off with him just looking back to the ring with his dirt there. Roadblock comes up to start the show. I'm saying minute one. Start the show. Lightning strikes the ring, sets it on fire. Sets it, like, I'm talking about real fire. Like, almost burns it to the ground. Real good effects. Like, Vince really paid for this. Like, this, he knows this is the, this is the moment. Light hits the ring, fire. From the fire comes The Undertaker. And I'm talking about, like, not like lifted smoothie, clawing himself out of the wreckage. Like a demon coming out of hell. Like, he's like, I have been summoned to deal with this now. Points at WrestleMania, and then out of his back pocket, he takes a scorpion, eats it. Oh my God. And it's home. WrestleMania, boneyard match, stinger, taker. Who are in the company? And of course, you saw, you heard the record. Vince has many things. But first and foremost, he's a company man. <laughs> Ain't nothing bigger than to eat. Not even Vince. Vince not bigger than the bread. It's one band, one sound. Sting. You over to a WrestleMania, my brother. <laughs> you lose an Undertaker. Sting <laughs> loses. You know, I like some. Obviously, it's not a squash match, but it's a cinematic match. There's some magic. I think you do get some callbacks to like maybe some past versions of the character. Like maybe we do a, you know, bright colored Sting versus like American Badass Taker or something like that. But I think you really do it big. Like you go like that first Firefly Funhouse of like any of the possibilities, any of the earlier matches they could have had, you, you draw on every single dirt sheet rumor you can, give the people what they want, Undertaker stands tall at the end, of course, because at this point, Undertaker could kind of move a little bit. This is the year he had that match with Shane McMahon, which was like 
that's how you know they really didn't have a plan for him after Steve Lex is like, this doesn't even make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think you give him that match, really give him a good send-off, give Taker, not even a send-off, but, you know, a nice WrestleMania bounce back after some of the losses he sustained. So I think that's, that's in my mind, it would have been something along those lines because Kane was still very active. Mm-hmm. You just, a lot of those matches, like, they, none of them were busy with, like, other major feuds at times. So they were, like, free for stuff like that. The only kind of thing you'd have which is why you have Kane is because Brock was ending his feud with Taker at that point that they had the Hell in a Cell match at that Hell in a Cell. So that's the only thing you kind of have to get past. It is a lot of wrestling for the Undertaker in a year, but I feel like that's where you got to take it. Mm, that's funny. I like that. that that's especially Undertaker eating the scorpion. Oh scorpion, my God. Yeah. That's, that's some cinema. cinema. I, want, <laughs> I want drama. I want, I want dark magic. I want Harry Potter. Like I'll just mm. fully commit to like, this is what we wanted. We want staying in the balcony looking at The Undertaker. Like, we want some shots of that. Like, give us what we want. Mm. I like it. I like it. So, for my story, my story begins after all of the authority stuff. They're, they're, they're out of power. They're back in power. Sting helps. Triple H challenges Sting to a face-to-face at the Royal Rumble instead of Fastlane. But the face-to-face is a trap. It's an authority and McMahon family trap. Shane comes back even and helps the authority and the McMahons beat up Sting. Fastlane comes, Sting faces Shane in an authority lumberjack match where it's Seth Rollins outside, Big Show outside, Kane outside, uh, J&J security is out there. Sting defeats Shane McMahon, and as the authority attempts to jump him, Team Cena comes back out and helps Sting. Now, the next night on Raw, Mr. McMahon is pissed off, so he assigns punishments to everyone who was in Team Cena, but he says, Sting, I'm saving your punishment for WrestleMania because you will go one-on-one with the Undertaker <laughs> in a no holds bar match. <laughs> so WrestleMania, Sting is about to beat Undertaker. But Triple H comes out to help him. But Sting is like, I don't want your help, Triple H. Fuck you, like, like, because Triple H and Undertaker still got their beef, you know. Right. So Sting, uh, so uh, wait, what's it? Oh, uh, Triple H hits Sting with the. No, I'm sorry. So Triple H comes out to help the Undertaker. He hits Sting with the sledgehammer. Undertaker doesn't want Triple H's help, though, so he chokeslams him. And then Undertaker turns around to a sweet chin music from HBK because HBK still got some beef with Undertaker as well. Sting hits HBK with the bat, sees Undertaker is still down. He's a little conflicted because he didn't want to beat Taker this way. Like, like he's, right. got, he's got a lot of respect for him, but he goes and pins him. He beats Undertaker. Undertaker loses that back-to-back WrestleManias. The, the, the next night overall, we see D-Generation X is out there. The Authority is out there with new champion Seth Rollins. The McMahon family is out there, and they vow that Sting will never step foot in a WWE ring again, or they will end him. And we don't see Sting for a while. But then he returns at Night of Champions, where Seth Rollins has two title matches. His U.S. title match against John Cena. His WWE World Heavyweight title match is against Roman Reigns. Now, John Cena beats Rollins by himself. He don't need no help. Seth is about to beat Roman because that's what Seth does. Seth beats, beats, beats Roman in title matches. It's, it is what it is. But guess who comes out to help him? Sting. So this sends Triple H into overdrive. He's angry. He's frustrated. At every plan that he's had is foiled. He gets so angry that, like, he just beats up Seth Rollins for some reason. Like, he just completely destroys him. Seth Rollins gets hurt. So Triple H wants a tag team match with Sting and Roman Reigns at Survivor Series, and a returning Shane McMahon teams with them. Sting and Roman win. They have a rematch at TLC in a street fight, and they win with help from Seth Rollins. So the Authority and the McMahons ban Seth from the Royal Rumble, and they force Roman to defend his title 
in the Royal Rumble because Roman helped out Sting. Triple H enters. He's he's walking towards the ring real, real slow. He's got his water. He does the whole water thing. Sting comes out, starts to uh, starts to beat him up. And the League of Nations is there at this point. So the League of Nations beats up Sting. Triple H wins and he demands that they drag Sting's lifeless body into the ring. He stands there with a foot on his chest, holding up the title. He says, you all, all you, you old WCW boy, you, you, you're not beating, you're not beating, you're not bigger than the brand. You're not beating the brand. So Sting pulls up a fast lane and demands a title match with Triple H at WrestleMania. Oof. But Roman comes out and says he's got his own beef with Triple H for entering the Royal Rumble last and taking the title. So Triple H comes to the stage and says, oh, this is perfect. You guys can settle it with a number one contenders match on Raw. So we see Sting versus Roman Reigns on Raw. Just as Roman is about to win, Seth Rollins comes out, turns on him, and realigns himself with Triple H. But Sting wins in the process. Triple H says, ah, before you face me at WrestleMania, you have one more test. You have to beat Seth Rollins, or uh, and you keep your title match, or you're banned from WWE forever. Roman, Roman comes out, helps Sting in his match, and this sets up a Roman versus Seth match at WrestleMania 32. And then Sting gets his title match. Sting defeats Triple H at WrestleMania 32 for the WWE title. And then he goes on to defend against Seth Rollins, of course, Sheamus, Bray Wyatt, Big Show. He, he even has a match against Brock Lesnar and, and somehow wins that one. Somehow survives that one. Somehow. <laughs> he, uh, he has a final showdown with uh, The Undertaker at, Summer, at um, SummerSlam 2016. The Undertaker w- wins the title from him. And then Sting has... The TNA dream match, but in WWE, we see Sting versus AJ Styles, and Sting goes over. And at that point, he's like, I don't know if I have it anymore. Um, you know, we think maybe he'll go on the Undertaker schedule wrestling once a year, twice a year. And then he just, he goes away for a very, very long time and retires. But um, yeah, yeah, I think incorporating the McMahons into it, just making it like making it a company versus company thing without being so direct about it. So right, forward yeah. about it, infusing Roman and Seth's beef. Um, it's 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 perfect. So, um, yeah, that's the, that's that's my rewrite. It's just a matter of whether Sting's body would be able to hold up. <laughs> to, that's truthfully. what I was saying. <laughs> Surviving some of these matches would be yeah. like Roman has shown with kind of the Undertaker stuff. He can do a lot, and obviously mm-hmm. we know Seth can work. But like that match with Shane, bro. Mm-hmm. Or like I remember, I'm thinking back to that maybe the second Saudi show where it was Brothers Destruction versus DX. You get some ugly. of these old top. You get some of these old times. <laughs> they about to kill each other. Very nasty. Very nasty. Yeah, I don't know if Sting got it in him, but I think that'd be fire. I think it'll be it's cool too, infusing the younger people, like kind yeah. of giving them that rub of like Seth and Roman are involved and kind of interwoven within it. I think mm-hmm. it's really dope too. It allows him to not have to wrestle as much because he's just yeah. like like you said, like there was that time where Roman and Undertaker were having tag matches against was it Shane and Drew? So yeah. it's kind of that similar thing of like, yes, Seth Sting is wrestling, but he doesn't have to do the heavy lifting part. Like Roman can do most of that, or Seth can do that. So I think that's so. And also, a very WCW throwback to have him face Big Show. Mm-hmm. Oh like yeah, that. of course, of I like course. Man. Old, I'm sure they boys. Like, I like mm-hmm. that kind of nod to being like, "This is for the WCW." Yeah, like him, him as champion. You, you, you can't like you can't hide. Like you, you, yeah. you're, you're the face of the company, so you've got to face people. Sheamus was on a roll around this time. I, I think the him versus Bray Wyatt. Like Fire. Bray Wyatt by himself, the, the them both doing weird shit to one another. Like it would be, it would be cool. Or, you could have. Go ahead. 
Bray would definitely there definitely be an episode of Raw where they cut to the rafters. He's sitting up there. Oh yes, singing, yes. Singing, he's got the whole world in his hands, just like sitting up there, like Sting would sit, but just him. Like that, that would definitely happen. And like, the sixth thing just pops up next to him and just looks yep. at him. <laughs> yeah, that that was you know, that the pre pre vignettes would be fire. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the match itself, I don't know, but, uh, but, but <laughs> everything leading up to it to it would be impeccable. great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but you know, unfortunately, Sting is an AW right now, kind of just overstaying his welcome within the professional wrestling space. But he's he's grooming Darby, which some people like. So. It's a lot I of guess. tag. As someone who tries to watch AEW, but like it's a lot of tag matches. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like you think it's like yes, WWE doesn't do great in all their returns, but what they don't do is pair you know Edge and Austin Theory together for two years. Like it's like yeah. at a certain point, it's like yeah, okay, but we want to see Sting wrestle. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. Every match is a tag match. This is mm-hmm. all Darby Allen feuds. This is not. I want to see Sting go for the title. Like. That's the thing that like wrestling fans don't want to see because like oh he's old but like that's what most people want to see is like I want to see big matches I don't want to see you know private party versus Sting Darby I, I don't yes. what do I need to see that for like it's not it's, 1994 like I don't need to see that it's it's not giving it's it's not giving so uh-huh. yeah so that is our episode ladies and gentlemen we hope that you enjoyed these rewrites we hope that you enjoyed World Rumble we're on the road to WrestleMania and you don't know what could happen we could see I don't know. So somebody pop up in return, but um, yeah, I'm gonna say uh, yeah, y'all should get used to seeing Austin Theory for a while because that that yep. that that boy, that boy is doing his thing. Um, I'd like to see Naomi do something important now that uh she's beaten Sonya Deville and you live Morgan stands. Yeah, I might be uh enjoying that women's battle royal, or you might enjoy a kickoff match. They they might do WrestleMania SmackDown again. She might be there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but as it's far giving- as pre-show yeah it's definitely giving pre-show yeah like, so um you know <laughs> <Hey>. pre- <laughs> Go i i do think though i think one of the big wrestlemania returns is going to be i put my plan down now they're going to bring back one of these guys who got like let go quote-unquote fired or whatever mm. i fear it was because it's going to be braun Strowman, mm. but i definitely think one of those people is coming back and like it'll be like in the andre giant battle royal or something but like I definitely just like feel like, oh, that's Adam Cole. What the fuck? Like just <laughs> some shit like that. It might not be an AEW guy, but one of these yeah. guys was just kind of floating around, kind of like we saw with MVP or like Zelina, where it's like you come back and if you get hot, mm-hmm. they'll keep you around. And so I definitely, I definitely see that coming because I think a lot of these guys are gonna figure out it's not always greener pastures when they tell you it's greener pastures. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe you didn't need a main event match. Maybe yeah. you realize that. Maybe, maybe, maybe I didn't need that. Maybe main event <laughs> wasn't so bad. You know, maybe rest on Hulu wasn't the worst thing in the world. You feel me? Yo, there's a lot of people who watch Hulu. <laughs> a lot of people a lot got of, them subscriptions. That's <laughs> all I'm saying, bro. A lot of people got Hulu. So with that, we we will see what is coming for the road to WrestleMania. We will see you all very soon with more incredible rewrites from the men with the pen. This is the Rewriters Room.